Hey y'all, you are with your host, Rebecca Ann, healer, priestess, and generational multimillionaire. And this is Healer Unleashed, a safe space where healers from around the world gather to share their stories, gifts, and wisdom. We open this space fully protected and held in the love. Let the healing begin. Welcome back, y'all, to Healer Unleash. You are here with your girl, Rebecca Ann, divine intuitive healer and priestess. And I'm so excited to have you back here on the podcast for my birth story, part two, with a special guest, my husband, Kyle Rice. And today is just, we're going to dive into from his side, his story, all about the birth of our, our surprise birth of our baby girl, Ava James. She was born December 23rd, 2021. I found out 12 hours before I went into labor. It was the craziest thing that's ever happened to me, happened to us. Um, and today I just have Kyle here to share from his side, what it was like, you know, and walking through it and going through it and sharing his ridiculous funniness along the way and (laughs) his own story through it all. So welcome, Kyle. So excited to have you here. Well, thank you. It's an honor and privilege to join. I just want to say how proud I am of you for your starting your whole business last couple of years and especially putting this podcast out. I think you're doing just amazing things. Oh, thank you. Well, let's dive on in. Because today we are here to talk about the birth of our little baby Ava James, Mm. our little monster, our little dino. (laughs) She has many nicknames already. Most of them are kind of in the beast of nature, the monster, the dinosaur. Um, When she was just an infant, she was she would roar like a dinosaur. I don't, there's no other way to describe <laughs> there's it. There's really not. So that's our story and we're sticking to it. But Kyle, I want to reverse it back for everyone. You know, back, you know, Ava James was born December 23rd, 2021, but I went into the hospital, sorry, I went into uh, the doctors, my OB, um, December 22nd, 2021. And I went into that office, found out I was pregnant And then I think I gave you a call. Yeah, let's start there. So December 22nd, 2021 started like any other day. I had gone to work. I just got back from lunch. I'm back in the zone. I'm in my spreadsheets and I get a call from Rebecca and she's like, hey, I'm at, and I knew she was going to the doctor that day. I was glad she was kind of been feeling off and feeling different for a while. So I was looking forward to getting some answers, hopefully. So I was very excited to hear what the doctor had to say. And I did not think I, the phone call would go quite the way it did. So I'm in the zone at work and she calls me and says, hey, uh, they think I'm pregnant can you come to the doctor? And I'm like, uh, come again. Okay. First of all, (laughs) I'm pretty sure I did not say I, they think I'm pregnant. I'm pretty sure I was like along the lines of they're pretty sure I'm pregnant. Well, what all I, I think all I heard was they think I'm pregnant. I have no idea what you said after that. So you probably confirmed that they were really sure that you were pregnant, but all I heard was they think I'm pregnant and I grabbed my keys and I'm running to the car. And the whole time up there, 
I'm in my own head. I'm like, okay, don't get too excited because she didn't confirm that she's pregnant or not. I don't want it to be like false hope. Um, but I was extremely excited, very anxious to hear. So we get there and we go into the ultrasound. Yeah. So that's when I'm in the ultrasound and I'm there with the tech and you walk in. Yes. <laughs> and I'm, you know, it's winter. I'm in my flannel lined pants and my furry jacket and they confirm that, yes, she's pregnant. And then they're kind of rushing around and you can kind of feel the energy that it was a little hectic or something was a little weird. So, you know, I was picking up on that completely and just for sure. Yeah. The energy was weird. Yeah. It was, it was hectic and it was yeah. just chaotic. It was for sure. And then they finally tell us, you know, you're 37, 36 weeks pregnant. Mm -hmm. In my mind, that didn't even register that it was like, okay, that's nine months pregnant basically. <laughs> so Then we're talking with the doctor and they they were great. Everyone we dealt with, the doctors, nurses were all great. And she's talking to Rebecca about, we need to do this. We need to do that. The due date is, and then she totally gl glosses over the due date, doesn't mention it. And that's all I could think of. One's the due date. And her and Rebecca are talking for another 10 minutes. And finally, I'm like, time out. You mentioned the due date, but you didn't say the date. And she says, oh. I'm sorry. Ha ha ha. And I'm like, yeah, lady, come on, get to it. She's like, oh, January 12th. And I'm like, okay, that's three weeks from now. <laughs> so then I start to freak out in my head. And Becca is calm as a cucumber. <laughs> I don't know how you were so calm, but I'm very grateful that you were. This is just for everyone. Uh, I tend to be the calm one. <laughs> yes completely most of the time in the relationship and kyle's more of the one to like have a freak out moment yes <laughs> but it's so funny because kyle literally comes into the ultrasound you know and i'm sitting there with the tech and she has the thing on my belly and we're seeing the heart the heart rate and like all the stuff the baby's healthy she's 36 37 weeks along blah 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 all this stuff hold on and you definitely me. had tears oh of course yeah. And I, but at that moment you said she. We didn't know the gender because yeah. Ava was already ready to be pushed into this world. Like she was rooted whatever they say she was she was in the position ready to come out so they couldn't verify if she was a boy or a girl. Yeah. I know they, they, they weren't able to tell us. So we didn't know the gender, but Kyle, you were very much, you know, first of all, you came in really flustered. You were hot. You were like taking off your jacket. You get your flannel line pants on. It was super dramatic, you know, like typical Kyle. My true form. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, and he's definitely like, and you're definitely crying. You know, you start to see the heartbeat and we hear her heartbeat and all of these things. And we're getting the ultrasound pictures and all of the stuff. And it was just such a surreal moment, I think for both of us. It was. I mean, I'm like the weird little fourth grader who grew up like can't wait to have a family, like thought about the woman I was going to be with for 40, 50, 60 years. Super excited to have a family of my own one day. I'm probably the only, you know, boy in fourth grade who thought that stuff, but I've always wanted to be a father. Mm -hmm. And so I was very excited. I always thought that it might go a little differently the first time around, <laughs> aka a little bit of notice, but um <laughs> It was really beautiful how it all unfolded. 
It was. So but it was. It was. It, it was, was shocking. Moment. It was yeah. surreal. It was beautiful. It was excitement. And then it was the okay. Holy shit. There's a lot. Holy shit. There's a lot to do. But you know, I always felt really safe because my mother-in-law is incredible. And if there's anyone who can pull off uh, getting all the stuff one might need for a baby in three weeks, it, it was definitely her. <laughs> and um, I'll get even yeah. more into all the amazing people who helped uh, that with that later. No, but it was such a surreal moment for both of us, you know? So we found out in the ultrasound tech and Kyle's definitely in his emotions, you know, he's really excited. He's, you know, you're crying here and there and just kind of emotional. And then you're freaking out about the due date. And I could tell in your mind, you're like calculating Kyle's like an accountant, right? CPA. So he's like calculating everything in his mind. And he's like, holy shit. They're like handing us all these papers. You need to get this. You need to get this vaccine or you need to do this. You need to order your breast pump. I mean, it was like one thing after another, wasn't it? Like, yes. And you know, none of that was necessary. We figured it out as we needed to <laughs> in our, in our true fa fashion and form. Um, Truly. Yeah. We figured but it, it out. It didn't last. Sorry to cut you off. It, it didn't last long at the OBG. They wanted to get a better read on baby's heartbeat. So they sent us to the hospital. So we went to like the ER for, I guess it was the maternity ward at the baby. What do they call that place? The baby factory. <laughs> the baby Those factory. of you from St. Louis uh, know the baby factory. Well, no, we went to Mercy Hospital, you know, because they kept doing that stress test and the baby wasn't moving, I guess, or giving them the movement that they wanted and needed. Right. So that's when we did. We had to go to um, I don't know, the maternity section at Mercy. We checked in there um, and we're just really. I don't know. They needed blood work and all of this stuff. So that's when we checked in there. And I don't know. I feel like shit just got real. I feel like it you did. were a little paralyzed. I was. I know. I think you were a little paralyzed and it was a lot going on. There was a lot happening. And I, sh I should also mention Rebecca and I are married, but we don't have the same last name. Mm -hmm. She didn't wear her wedding ring that day. So there was a lot of judgment kind of being thrown her way a little bit. Um, <laughs> and we were just you know, like, no, this baby will come into a very welcomed home. We have a house. We're a loving relationship. <laughs> like this baby will have a great home, great family. Yeah. Um, but one of my favorite parts of the story is we, we get to this maternity ward at the hospital so they can get a better read on the baby and do some blood work and stress test. And that nurse, she, she, she knew what she was talking about. Yeah, she was, she was good. She was damn good. She, I was so thankful for her. I think her name was Claire. Was it? I can't remember. I think her, her name, name was Claire. Um, cause that's the stuff that I remember. <laughs> um, and she's like, okay, so you're ready to have a baby in today. And we're like, nope. I'm like, nope, nope. They gave us three weeks. We have a three week buffer. And she's <laughs> like, okay. And then she left, you know, they got the results of some of the tests. They finally got a good read on baby's heartbeat. And I, I, I say baby, because that's all we knew Ava James as at this point was baby. So I just kind of like to get in the, the mm -hmm. vibe of the timeline. And again, that nurse came back in and she's like, okay, so you're going to be ready to have this baby in the next day or so. And again, I'm in my head, I'm like, <laughs> they gave me three weeks and I am using it. And, you know, cause mother nature doesn't just happen as mother we, nature. Yo, we were, we, we were non accepting of, of the, Hey, we were non accepting of the nurses, uh, yeah. major opinion or knowingness <laughs> from the signs and medical signs that the baby was coming in the next 24 hours. She was like, you're going to be in labor. She was like, you're having this baby like today. 
if not tomorrow. Right. I mean, like right. she was very certain of it. And Kyle and I were very certain to say <laughs> no. Looking back, she was a godsend. She she was a little warning like, hey, I know they said three weeks, but just so a little heads up. Yeah, don't have that much time. Yeah, she definitely was. But uh, we were not willing to listen. I wasn't for sure. I was like, listen, no, we got time. Like what new mother goes into labor early, you know, and, you know, maybe if you had twins or something else like that or, a, you know, high risk pregnancy, maybe or something like that. But this was like perfect. was perfectly healthy. Baby was perfectly healthy. Um, Everything was totally okay. So. I don't know. It was just kind of crazy. And that nurse, yeah, she was, she was dead set on. <laughs> and I will say, um, she did come visit us once Ava was born. And I was like, you, you deserve a raise. I was like, you're a rock star. You were right. You're awesome. <laughs> so that, that was pretty fun. She was, she did. She came in. <laughs> she, she wanted to check on you and baby. Yeah, it she was did. Sweet. It was super sweet. It was so good. Oh my God. All our nurses and doctors were all so amazing. The nurses were just beyond amazing. I just so thankful for them, but she was, she was amazing. And she knew that baby was coming. Mm-hmm. We were non accepting of it, but here we are. <laughs> So then, then we leave the hospital, right? So everything's good. They got blood work, baby's up moving around. Everything's healthy. They're like, all right, go home, you know, come back in once your water breaks. We think we have two, three weeks until this baby's coming. And, you know, then we move into like having fun telling everyone, right? We told my grandma, we went to Judy's, told my grandmother, and then we went on and told your parents and like, how was that? What are the moments that you remember from that? Mm. Or like, you know, that you process from that. So I was so excited that we could go tell your grandma because she lost her husband. Becca lost her grandpa that same year, about seven months before. So, you know, I'm always like, God, this would have been really amazing to have this beautiful (laughs) news because we had some we had some deaths in the family and it really it's hard. It hurts. You guys know. Um, Mm -hmm. So I was very excited that we could go tell Judy um, that a, well, that Becca was pregnant. And the, the, the fun part about getting to tell people was we're pregnant and everyone, you know, no surprise, right? We've been together for so long been married for two years. Oh yeah. No one was surprised. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, I'm sorry. We're, we're, we're nine months pregnant. It's like, <laughs> let me correct myself. We're not just pregnant. We're nine months pregnant. So and that's where everyone freaks the F out. <laughs> yes. You get the, the, the great surprise reaction. And then it was the sheer shock of holy crap. They're nine months pregnant. Yeah. Um, so that was really fun. It was, it was so fun getting to tell Judy and getting to tell your parents and, I don't know, just all of those moments yeah. of being like with our loved ones and everything like that. It was just, I don't know, well, really beautiful. I, and time. I feel bad for you looking back, like you, you went to the doctor that morning, then you went to the hospital at like one or two. We went immediately to your grandmother's. Then we went to my parents' house and told my sister and parents, and my dad had a pretty great reaction. Becca should put it on her story. <laughs> um it's yeah. like a live photo and his jaws to the floor, but the fan behind him is moving. You think it's a picture, but it's like a video. He's just so shocked. He can't move. Yeah. And um, then later that night, we go to our house and it's Christmas. We're having all our friends over. We got a couple couples who are all in from out of town and we're already planning on having a Christmas party to see everybody. And we're like, well, we'll just keep having it. Becca's aunt and cousin had been preparing food all day. So we had all them over and, you know, again, Becca's on her feet from basically when she left the hospital till midnight on 
the 22nd. That's a real story. I was literally on my feet the whole night. And I regret that. And I said that in the last episode that I regret being on my feet so much. You know, I kept kind of pushing myself, but looking back, I was like, no, being pregnant is a time to so like slow down and be in your body and really enjoy the time. And, you know, I kind of did, I pushed because I was just so excited. I was so excited to tell everyone and be with everyone and all the things. And I was wearing heels that night. Um, but looking back, that is something I definitely wish that like, (laughs) I wouldn't have done, but you know, here we are. So then that was the same kind of fun we got to have. We had all these people over. I say all these people, it was like a dozen. Every time a couple came in, I would, we would tell them the news because I wasn't patient enough to wait for everyone to get there at once and do like one big, Hey, we're pregnant. Kyle's literally not patient enough. I mean, literally all like one person comes in. He's like telling them in in the passing, like, Oh, by the way, Becca's pregnant. And everyone is just like, what the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, I'm just kidding. She's nine months pregnant. So I had a lot of fun with that. And, um, again, Becca's on her feet. The whole time. Hint, hint. She's moving around. <laughs> oh, are you saying that's why the baby came? Is that like what you're trying to say? I'm saying, yes, all those, you know, the top 10 list of how to induce pregnancy, uh, move around, walk a lot is on that. I mean, you didn't sit down I did hardly not. at all. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I should have looked into that list and like sat on the couch and, and... <laughs> you know, there's an office episode of, you know, do all, what's the opposite of all those things. And it's, <laughs> it's silly, but, um, yeah, do you want to? I think that brings us into it's 1 30 a.m. All our friends had gone home. Becca's head hits the pillow. We're laying in bed and we're just kind of like they know the story. They know like my head hits the pillow. I go into labor, you know, my mm. my I my water breaks and everything. But this is from your point of view. How were you feeling? You know, when my water broke, Kyle really started to freak out, y'all. Like he runs upstairs and is like, what I mean, I was, we had just got to bed, we were cuddling and all of a sudden you had that pain and it's, it's scary. And, and I had, for some reason, I had this fear that I might lose Rebecca to, to childbirth one day. And it's just this horrible, deep fear that I had for a long time. And so that's kind of part of my headspace. So when she had that pain and her water broke and there was just so much other chaotic stuff that day, you know, I didn't really have time to process or I didn't take the time to really kind of sit and process things. So I was kind of amped up and, you know, you're still in shock and excitement and you're almost zoned out a zombie at the end of the day after a whole day of that. Just what the heck? So when her water broke, I was I was not going to be okay if we didn't go to the hospital that minute kyle was freaking out my water broke i like get into the shower immediately i'm like calming myself down i'm just sitting in the shower kyle runs upstairs to go tell my mom my aunt and we had family over and everything and staying with us and mike is like yelling at them someone come down what did you say so i'll say this is the the first and only time i ever raised my voice to my mother-in-law um i'm like i run upstairs i'm like hey guys becca's water just broke and like, and they were like, ha ha ha, go to bed. Cause I'm, I'm a, I'm a jokester or whatever. And they're like, I'm like, no, like, I'm not kidding. Like, I think her water broke. Could you like come help? And again, they're all doing their thing, watching TV, whatever, not paying attention. And then I'm finally like, well, one of you who's had a child come look at my wife. <laughs> um, and then they were like, oh shit. Okay. 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 This is serious. And then they come downstairs and then I don't even know 
what they said, but I was just basically in the car already. <laughs> I was Kyle like, was yeah. going Kyle to the was, hospital yeah. now. Kyle was not having it. Cause for me, I was like, no, like, let me just be here for a while. Let me rest. Like let my labor, you know, kind of go in and, or I don't know how to say it, but just like, let my labor progress. Like, let me take my time, you know, like for me instinctually, I just wanted to go in the shower. I wanted to be in the bath. I just wanted to get anywhere like warm. You know, I, f- I felt like I got really cold all of a sudden. And then Kyle's on the other side, just flipping the F out. <laughs> Kyle's freaking out y'all. He is. Wouldn't you say you were freaking out? Yeah. Yes. I mean, there was no talk about being headstrong. We know where Ava gets it. Both of us. There was no chance I was going to be able to sit and just hang out at home. Right. While you let labor progress. I was. Oh, for sure not. I was absolutely positively not going to be okay. So I thank you for, you know, Kyle was like, no, like we have to go to the hospital right now. It has to happen right now. All of the things. And I was like, Kyle, like it's, it's going to be okay. You know, I was like, just in my own process, Kyle was not having it <laughs> again. I had that, that deep rooted fear that Becca might die in childbirth. Right. And, and looking back, that makes sense now, like why you were so sensitive about it and, and, and why, you know, you were really adamant about going to going to the hospital and everything, you know, I, you didn't share with me before that your fear was, mm-hmm. you know, losing me to childbirth and stuff. So and it makes sense why you were scared. Right. And especially we, you know, we didn't know anything about this baby. There was no prenatal care, which, but you take amazing care of your body you have a great diet. Don't really drink no caffeine, blah, blah, blah. But still, I was like, we don't know anything about this baby. Like I, even now I can feel right back into it. I'm like, when you go to the hospital, <laughs> Kyle was not having it. I was let her, I was, I was ready to like labor at home, like chill out. And, and I will say for the, if they're, if we're lucky enough to have a, a next time, I will listen to you mother, your motherly <laughs> instincts. <laughs> well, we'll know more than, you know, there was just so many surprises in there. We just didn't know enough about the baby. And Kyle and I, as a couple didn't know anything about childbirth right. or what was going to happen. So finally Kyle gets me in the car. We're on the way there. Kyle, I swear you could not drive. Well, well, I, on a good day, I can I can keep it between the lines a little barely. But no, it was bad. There was there was U turns. They were like Kyle. That light was red. Like, yeah, like Kyle like, couldn't drive. Like I think Kyle, I think you disconnected from your body. I yeah. think you were freaking out. So we go to well in those moments. It's like, how do I drive? Yeah. I know yeah. where I'm going and what I'm doing, but I, how do I drive? Cause that's one of those automatic things, you know, when you're in those moments, I think there's that intense adrenaline where it's like, everything slows down and it's mm-hmm. like, you almost can think about things that are automatic habits or automatic in a normal course of the day. So that's kind of where I was. And then we enter the hospital and I don't know, I was just so relieved. I think I could have slept for four days. Yeah. Once we got to the hospital, Kyle calmed down a lot. Um, but then it's like all eyes are on me and they're like wanting to check all the things and all this stuff. So Kyle's, so Kyle calms down, but then I'm like, Oh, then they're all over like annoying me and all this stuff. No, it was not annoying me, but they were taking care of me. Right. But, um, there is, there is something about the instincts that I was having about just like going in and then, and wanting to be in the shower and the tub or just relax. And then I'm going to be in a hospital with all the bright lights and, and, and it was the right thing to do, but it was kind of hard. And I'm going to be honest about that in my personal experience. Right. Um, it was kind of hard, but 
I think it, it was it was what needed to happen. And I'm glad we went to the hospital because we had no idea what the hell we were doing. Yeah, you didn't need a surprise pregnancy and your husband have a heart attack in the same day. <laughs> and keep in mind when we. This is hour 12 from finding out that Rebecca's pregnant. Yeah, like hour 12, 13, maybe yeah, somewhere so again, in there. That's where my headspace is. <laughs> yeah, so Kyle like hasn't even integrated, I don't think anything. So and I will say, you know, end of the year was an extremely stressful time in my job. So it was just like, there's a lot of buildup going up to that. And, you know, I wasn't planning on taking any time off for Christmas. Well, I mean, obviously Christmas day, like we had two days, but it wasn't like a, a week of relaxing, like a lot of people could have at my old job. Um, so I was, I was very amped up on a lot of levels and yeah. 12 hours for me is not enough time to process a lot anything right and that's right. a major thing a surprise pregnancy and you're having this baby in three weeks yeah i mean sometimes you and i if we have an argument i mean it'd be like okay i need like two or three days and we can revisit <laughs> it I'm, I'm just i need that process time that's that's accurate kyle 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 takes time to process mm -hmm. kyle needs time to process and so do i but i think i am I think I do process very quickly mm -hmm. though. Like when I decide to and decide to feel the emotion and process and integrate and be with it, it tends to happen quick for me. Kyle, eh, not so much. It takes time. <laughs> Which is so right. We honor both ways. We honor both ways. But at this point, we're like checking in the hospital, you know, things are moving along. And at that point, you know, gosh, they're like chasing Ava around in my belly. Mm. She's this chasing the heart rate. Yeah. So then it was like, you know, text some of our friends, my buddy, Ryan, who has two boys he's been through, he's like my, my only friend who's had kids. I'm like, uh, we're at the hospital now. And I remember he woke up, you know, saw that text at like 3 AM and was like, Oh shit. And his wife was concerned. Hey, well, what's wrong? What's wrong? And he's like, they're at the hospital now. And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just, it, it was uh, the most hectic, crazy, beautiful, time for us and all our friends we're so close we have amazing friends and family we we're do. all super we close do. super tight so you know they were all very excited for us and you're right in there the emotion the chaoticness the shock with us um so yeah it was becca her mom and i in this it was a pretty nice hotel room hotel room <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> <A> hotel <laughs> the bed would have been comfier for for me um no so it was the three of us in the hospital room and you can't sleep in there. A lot of, you know, there's beeps. They come and check on the mom every couple oh, of Oh, it's like constant and... checking on the mom here and there. And Kyle, I think got a little bit of sleep. Did you sleep much? No, probably more than you did. Yeah. But um, after I think your mom literally like target Amazon, a hundred things to our house that night, she finally passed out and got some rest um <laughs> my mom went like my mom yeah my mom ordered everything <laughs> yes she was late to the amazon game but she is very good at it i'll tell you that yeah since ava's been born my mom has gotten really good at the amazons yeah loves it now and we're very appreciative of it thanks jams shout out um but that was once we got to the hospital i got i'm gonna say you settled with my air quotes here settled in the hotel room gosh darn it the hospital room that night other than the beeps and the check-ins it was pretty anticlimactic it was very calm i would say it was calm yes. like the delivery room was very calm i was very calm i was listening to my headphones i had my ma mantra mm -hmm. music on 
You were doing mantras with me, weren't yeah. you? Kind of just like we were in the zone. Yeah, but then we, so it was kind of overnight. It was anticlimactic. And then we woke up, woke up after 17 wake-ups. It was finally like 7 a.m., 8 a.m. Like, okay, there's some people who really love us who need to want to know that this is going on. You know, this is happening. Some of Becca's childhood friends. Um, so I start, this is a lot to text. <laughs> so I had to... Rebecca's childhood friends were my hardest cells that this was real. Kyle had to tell everyone, y'all, that's where he's coming from. He had to tell everyone, right? So he had to tell, we didn't tell all our friends the one night. So we were like, he was texting people and just trying to keep people up in the know because I think word was also spreading quickly. Yes. You know, it was just all happening really quickly. And, and we have a tradition on Christmas Eve where we host brunch with some of these friends and they didn't even know that this was going on. So I'm calling them. And, you know, after calling so many people and telling so many people, I kind of got immune to it. I would just literally be like, Hey, how are you? Just, just listen to me. This is not a drill. Rebecca's <laughs> in the hospital. She's in labor. We're pregnant. We found out yesterday and they would just be, I mean, that's completely shocking yeah. to a system. Shocking. So they'd be like, what? Um, so again, I had a lot of fun with that because, you know, I did nothing else to do waiting for baby to come. Um, that's also because Kyle's a trickster, y'all. Um, Kyle is a trickster. So everyone knows that. Who knows? Kyle knows that. So that's also part of the problem was no one believed him when saying anything because <laughs> you're constantly playing jokes on everyone. I know. And and you're 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 full of shit half the time. I know. And your childhood friend, um, Mary Margaret, she would not believe me. I had to sent her a picture of Becca in the bed before she was like, oh, he's true. He's 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 telling, he's the, telling truth. the truth. And I was like, why would I joke about this? <laughs> but he would like y'all like <laughs> Kyle would joke about something like this. So I think you did have fun telling people, you know, you were kind of in and out of the yeah. room. And and, you know, I had to call my boss at like 7 a.m. I was supposed to be in work that day. This was the I totally didn't even think about that. Yes. So I had to, I don't even like from his point of view, he's, he's busy as heck and just, Hey, I'm really sorry. Rebecca's in the hospital. We're all, we're okay, but she's giving birth. <laughs> I'll fill you in later. So again, just, there's just a lot at play here, but he was really understanding and cool and great. Oh my gosh. Kyle's boss was amazing. And yeah, we are super thankful for that. So then Again, so then we're in the hospital. We're just we're, we're chasing the baby's heartbeat. They got Becca in that peanut ball and every <laughs> which position they could. Like every position possible. They got me on the peanut ball. I'm here. I'm there. I'm everywhere. All the things, you know, and Kyle's just there on the sidelines. I know you're telling everyone everything, <laughs> but you're there on the sidelines and telling everyone, keeping everyone updated. You know, everyone wanted to know everything putting in my food order to my parents who would bring us some food. Cause you know, that's very important in my life. Um, <laughs> if you know, Kyle, he needs food, a lot of food. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, of course I can't eat anything, but this MFR is like over there eating all the food, <laughs> getting all the treatment. I'm like, what the hell is this shit? Yeah. My, my favorite joke right now, because Ava's starting to eat human food and she eats a ton. I'm like, girl, you better check yourself. Cause I can't, we can't afford to both eat how I do. 
<laughs> Ava does. Oh my gosh, y'all. For a 10 month old, she eats a lot. Well, she's going to be she 11 does. months soon, oh but my gosh. she eats a lot. The girl would eat like in one sitting over half a sweet potato, like a full sweet potato on her own. That's right. insanity. <laughs> I'm like, I eat one sweet potato. <laughs> well, she's growing. You know, it's good. Um, but, you know, after all the people knew and it was still just, just, I was not okay. I was, I, I just know once Ava was born, I saw the nurse hold her. I was fine. Like so much calmness came over me. Cause again, we didn't know anything about the baby, like nothing with like just hearing that. Oh, a great, strong heartbeat. You know, she's perfectly healthy. It was just overcome with such joy and peace and calmness. Cause I was just so amped up and nervous. I don't, I don't really know why it's not like I ever read a pregnancy book or of all the things that could go wrong, or your baby could be born with X, Y, Z, something wrong. I, I didn't know, but I just had this anxiety over it. This, this, these fears, I guess. It's so interesting that you say you like had these fears or this anxiety, you know, over it because it, it kind of makes sense, you know, looking back on the time and looking back on all of it, it makes sense that you were kind of feeling that. Um, but I'm not sure I was registering it, you know, because I was so, I was giving birth to a baby. I was giving birth to Ava. Right. So I was so in my own world, but it does make sense. Like looking back on it and stuff. And is that why maybe, you know, so we're in the delivery room and we're starting to push and we're doing all the things and they have Kyle hold one of my legs, you know, all of the things where we're, we're deep in the pushing and everything. Yeah. They throw the dads a bone by go here, hold this leg here. <laughs> pretend like you're a part of it when, you know, <laughs> the mom is incredible and does, you know, all the work, obviously. Um, <laughs> they throw you a bone. Yeah. Right. But you know, and a, but when I was giving birth, Kyle literally had to take some minutes out. Like literally, like I swear in the middle of giving birth, this guy like does like a timeout sign. I swear, like almost like timeout. I like, I need okay. to. Well, moments before I, I realized after Rebecca's pushing for like an hour that like, oh, I'm so into this. I'm holding her leg. I'm into this. I'm trying to support her. Like I'm pushing too, <laughs> but I don't have a uterus. So you all know what I'm doing. I'm like, oh my gosh. You said you were about to shit yourself. I'm like, I might crap my pants if we continue <laughs> this. I'm like, okay, I gotta like just support her, but not push myself. I'm like, I was, <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even realize how wrapped up in it I got. Um, so I think it was shortly after that that I had to do a timeout. And that's like the only time in my life where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna pass out. This room is spinning. Oh, really? It was that bad? The room it, was spinning? It was starting to wobble. I mean, it was starting to go. That's why like, I sat down. Yeah. And it is funny. Like, again, all of a sudden, all the nurses were giving me a towel on my neck. And like, I'm like, my wife is like, I saw the head. Like, <laughs> I saw the head. Keep going. I'm not going anywhere. Like, we've been, we've been, push she's been pushing for an hour and a half. Help her. I think it was like an hour. 45 minutes when you point. took a timeout. Yeah. But it was just so funny. It is so funny. Yeah. Kyle, like I'm over here giving birth to a damn baby. And then Kyle almost passes out and they're over there giving him water <laughs> and like, yeah, cold towel on his head and all this shit. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I, I did legit do like the CYC soccer coach timeout guys. 
Yes. Takes take five. Okay. I thought you did. Didn't you? <laughs> oh yeah. The hand oh, motions yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah. I thought you did like the tea, like, okay, I got to take a time out. Well, Cause I, I wanted to make sure someone would be else could hold your leg. <laughs> I, I was ready to just like, Hey, I need like a, I really should have just said, Hey, substitute. I need a sub. Yeah. You need sub me yeah, out. Yeah. I, gotta exactly. sit down. I need a break. <laughs> so Kyle's like in his break and I'm just like, just laughing to myself. I'm like, this is like, this is kind of typical. <laughs> in, in my head, I was subtle. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing subtle about his break. He freaking stops at mid labor and I asks. I, I waited for you to be in like the in-between when you were pushing, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I oh my gosh, yeah, not in the contraction, but no, it was hilarious. And then the I, I tried nurses to, are taking care of you. I tried to just get the one nurse's attention, like, hey, I need a timeout. Can you just take her leg? And then, you know, the doctor saw and all of them saw and 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 it wasn't all about Rebecca at that point. <laughs> Sorry. No, it was hilarious. So I remember that, but I was just, I just kept with my flow. I just kept with my flow. I kept pushing when I, you know, when I was in a contraction, I was pushing when I was in a contraction and there's something really beautiful about like following that flow, you know, of your Mm. body and following that flow and, and allowing the baby to just like naturally make its movements out. It was a really beautiful moment. I, I truly, I don't know. I loved my birth. I thought the birth process was so beautiful and everything and like when kyle said when she was born it was just such a moment Mm, wasn't it before we get to that i do want to just say yeah um when you started pushing you know first of all you were squeezing my hand really good i had to like i i had to sneak my wedding ring onto my other hand because i didn't want her to like know that it was hurting me because obviously she's going through so much pain but it really (laughs) hurt i mean this girl's strong and then her grip strength and then times up by a thousand while she's in labor. I was like, Oh, subtle. I just got to move my wedding ring to the other hand so <laughs> she can hold this hand and hopefully sneak it without drawing attention to the fact that my fingers are about to fall off <laughs> when she's pushing a human through her. <laughs> and, um, I think uh, this is what I wanted to touch on as you're pushing, you know, I'm like, are you okay? How are you? I'm like an idiot. Like mm-hmm. afraid to yeah. ask, like, does it hurt? How yeah. are you feeling? And, much too, I don't know what I was about to say, but I was so happy when I finally asked you, how do you feel? How do, how's it, how's it going? Like, <laughs> what's up, bro? No, like, how's it feel? How's it going? You were like, honestly, my stomach feels better than it's felt in months. Oh my gosh. It was such a feeling. When I started pushing, I was like, oh, this is what's been causing so much like unrest in my digestive system and my belly and like all through there it's like everything like I could literally feel her moving downwards and out and everything moving downwards and out it's like I could take a breath again you had a release right like it was like it was such a release oh my gosh 100% it was a release for me I could feel it moving out of my stomach Mm -hmm. moving out of my belly like out of my dive like out fully out of me and it did. I remember, I think I told you like, oh my God, it feels so good. And I was just like, that reignited me. I had all the energy in the world. I was like, game on, let's keep it going. Let's keep my wife feeling better and better and get this baby here. <laughs> I don't know, Bob's, have you had that experience where you're like pushing and then and like a lot of people talk about the terror of birth, but like, you know, obviously I had, had an epidural and everything, but, but I could still feel her move through just not very intensely. It was really, I don't know, beautiful, like level of pain, I think where I could still be really present, but it still felt so good. Cause I was like, Oh, this, like I was felt more free. I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it. 
Well, and you also had, like, I, I like to say you had no light at the end of the tunnel for, you were trying to figure out for, you know, the better half of a year, why your stomach was feeling so bad. You really change your diet a lot to try and isolate things, figure out what would make you feel better. And, you know, you were just pregnant, but we didn't know. And grateful you didn't have a hard pregnancy. No, I didn't. And super thankful for that. So to just hear that you finally felt better, because I was always like, how can she, what else could she do to feel better? Like she's doing so much to try and help herself. I felt so bad. It's horrible seeing the person you love the most in pain or discomfort. You guys know that. So I was so glad. And like I said, once she said that felt good, I was like, game on. When's the next, uh, what's that thing called? When you push? When's the next contraction? Let's, <laughs> let's push. Not me, but let, Rebecca, let's push. You push. So I was re- started to get a little bit of relief when she started feeling so much better. And it was nice knowing that she wasn't in total agony. Yeah. No, it was a beautiful moment. And, and, and as we move through those moments, you know, Kyle timed back in, he was holding my legs. You could see the head, all of the things. It was so beautiful. And then Ava James was born. Was she born crying? I can't remember. I don't know if she was born. I don't think she was, she was not born crying, but when they took her from us, from you to like you know, put her in the little incubator and do the stuff that they need to do. Well, first she went on my chest though. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I don't think she was not crying. Cause I remember the first time. I didn't I- think so. But then the second time when they put her in my arms, she was crying, but yeah, she was born and then they put her right on my chest. And that was a really beautiful moment when we just got to hold. Well, and she was born and I think immediately, cause again, we didn't know. So it was just as exciting for all the nurses and doctors, the whole team. So there was a team of what, like 12 doctors and nurses in there? Because again, no one so. knew anything about this baby. So they had NICU, NICU in, there. in there. Yeah, they were they were amazing. They were taking all the precautions and had all these great people in there ready to help if needed. And um, so it was like the whole place erupted with excitement when the doctor was like, it's a girl. And of course, it was super fun. It was super fun. And Becca was, I think she was going to be a little pissed if it was a boy. Just Oh, no, I knew y'all. I I knew it was not a boy. I I knew, listen, I'm a priestess. Like I connected with Ava back in like 2019. You know, I knew, right. Didn't I tell you I connected with Ava back in 2019? You you were in Glastonbury, right? Yeah, You told me this name Ava just came to you. Oh my gosh, y'all. Like I, she came to me when I was in Glastonbury, UK and, and I just connected in with her then. And I knew, like, I knew so deeply in my bones that my first child would be a girl. You know, I just Mm -hmm. felt it. I even had the name. She even told me and my middle name will be after my grand, uh, after (laughs) my grandpa, um, and after her great grandpa. And it was Ava James. James Mm -hmm. is my, um, my grandpa's name, Jim James. We call him Jim, but his real name is James. Um, but it was just crazy, you know? So I knew I was having a girl. I didn't need any freaking confirmation <laughs> from a doctor, but it was super fun though. Everyone like erupting in that excitement. And, and I was so excited for you, for your mom. I mean, obviously myself, but I was, my so- mom was ecstatic. Well, and a, a lot of, you know, I'm not sure if you do, Rebecca lost her sister 10 years ago. So it was eight years ago, I think eight, eight years. Ago. Yeah. So it'll be nine I think coming so. up. Okay. Yeah. So not almost nine years ago. And so, you know, that was such a moment, for, especially for Rebecca's mom, that it's a girl, you know, it was just this, this healing moment. And, 
and I think along with that, I, I was with Rebecca's mom when she got the news that her sister, Helen, her daughter, Helen had passed away and it was her and I, and we're, there's nothing else to do, but you know, hug and cry. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was such a corrective thing. Eight years later, we're in this delivery room and we're welcoming into the world Ava James, a, a, another girl, her first grandchild, her granddaughter, and her and I, we just, we, we hugged. And again, we're both bawling and it was such a healing moment for us. Yeah. That corrective experience mm-hmm. moment, 100%. Like Kyle was saying, he was there when my mom found out that Helen had passed away. Her daughter had died. Right. And my mom was in disbelief. She was obviously a mother, just grief stricken and, and through her phone, it was mm-hmm. a really intense moment. And Kyle was the only one there. And we weren't in St. Helen passed away in St. Louis and we were at Oxford at the time. So like there was nothing she couldn't just go to try and figure out what happened, go be with Helen. She received the news on her cell phone. So, yeah. And, and so I love here that this was such, it was such a corrective experience, you know, Ava being born and welcoming her into our family, into our lives and the soul into our soul family, right. has been such a corrective experience for all of us. But I do remember that moment where my mom and Kyle were both just bawling, both of them just bawling and just so overcome with excitement. I was, I was crying, but these two, I'm talking like <laughs> wailing <laughs> and hugging and wailing. And my mom has video of them just crying. And I think it was such that, cause only those two had that really corrective experience though. Mm. And that healing moment. And I feel like Helen was so present with us too don't you think completely and i'm sure you might have your mom on sometime to talk about her side but she just said she she could just see like helen wrapped up ava with a bow and delivered her to earth so perfectly like this is my gift here you go like i, I got her here safe and sound this beautiful healthy soul yeah just such a beautiful moment, y'all. And to think that this corrective healing experience was number one, a surprise, but number two came from me. You know, I, I grew right. this beautiful human <clears throat> and this, this whole corrective healing experience. And now listen, my family's had a lot of corrective healing experiences over the, <laughs> over the years. We've had a lot of moments, a lot of breakdowns, a lot of tears, all of the things, you know, that's what happens when you lose someone in your family. And Um, and, and you're all on a healing journey together, you know, on your own separate ones and together at the same time. But this was when Ava was born, it was just, it's like a new, something new was started Mm -hmm. a new, do you feel like that? I don't know. Completely. And and I want to transition from that beautiful moment to the next thing I saw, you know, we're hugging whatever. And then it's like, Oh my gosh, I'm a dad. Like there's a, my baby somewhere here in this room. (laughs) I I turn around and the nurse has got her by the flag. taking her from Becca into the whatever little baby way station, whatever yeah. they call it. And um, like first thought was, Hey bitch, that's my kid. <laughs> Second thought was, all right, I guess they're pretty durable. <laughs> Not as nervous. They're pretty durable. <laughs> yeah. You find out quickly. They're very durable. You think they're like, you're going to break them, but yeah. I think they are. durable. Well, warning to anyone thinking about a kid. The first, I'm just going to guess the first three years of their life is you just, keeping them from hurting or killing themselves because they just are 
courageous or maybe hurting or or, or, or yeah falling in danger to them to their yes. own selves that is accurate especially at 11 months old my god Ava's into everything yeah. but we love it. It, it it's seriously so fun but that moment was so beautiful and I remember Kyle telling me that I didn't see that but he says mm. that the nurse is like holding her by the leg and Kyle was very concerned I've been on the receiving end of some some mama bear stuff so for that nurse's sake I'm glad you didn't see it <laughs> And that's so, you know, and, and in those moments, you know, Kyle stepping into fatherhood, me stepping into motherhood, it does change you. Mm. I have to say that it does change you. It, it changes like your cellular makeup or something. It changes you on such a level. And I think those of you who don't have kids might be like, oh yeah, sure. I mean, it, it, you cannot describe it, but you every can. parent will understand. And I, I never really, I love my wife, but I won't say it was love at first sight it was maybe hey i want to hang out with her more like this is an awesome person but i yeah. love at first sight i just thought that was such a a movie thing i like to get to know people i don't know you have a kid love at first sight done real immediate I maybe mean, not even it for a mom not even at sight i mean oh, when you know no. that's your baby in your womb that's a it's a hundred percent it was but, just love at first moment yeah. first first awareness you know but it was love at first sight i mean it's so when she beautiful. was born it's just like it's this instant connection you know and i love this moment talking about the moment when ava was born and they did put her in the little weight baby way station thing mm. and she was crying and crying and then kyle went over there and was like soothing her and she stopped crying immediately and just stared at him that was the surreal moment first of all where a mom over there she's crying and i'm like obviously i have no idea what to do and the nurse i'm like can i touch her and the nurse is like that's your baby and i'm just like it's okay it's okay and we didn't have a name for baby yet i'm just yeah. like it's okay and i just you know i'm trying to comfort her immediately the first time i'm like it's okay baby it's okay she stopped crying and just stared at me. And I mean, I'm like getting really emotional just thinking about it. it. I'm like, oh my God, she knows me. Yeah. She knew us, like knew us right away. Like we right only away. knew about her for a short period, but she didn't. But she had known us. <laughs> Poor girl. She's been listening to me yap and yap for nine months. <laughs> Poor thing. And still going. <laughs> <laughs> no it was such a beautiful moment it was and and that connection and then Ava was crying again and then they put her on my chest again and then she just we just sat there and stared at one another we just stared at one another and then you came over and it was just such this moment this connection of all of us being back together and it just felt like this soul connection this this souls coming back together for a purpose for a mission you know each of us on our own unique journey but also all of us coming back together as this this unit um to and Ava just made it feel so complete, don't you think? Like, oh, totally. I mean, just the most beautiful thing I know of my life. Sorry to our next kids. <laughs> just that surprise and and the first kid and not knowing and you know, Beck and I were both the eldest, so it's really easy for us to say after having just one kid. We don't care what parents say. The, the eldest is the favorite yeah. <laughs> because it's the first kid. It's all a special time. We, we firmly believe that the oldest is the favorite now. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's your firstborn. It's like you, right? They introduce you to motherhood and all of these things. And it's messy and beautiful. And 
I don't know, just when Ava was born is so beautiful. And then mm. it, and then it got messy, right? Then you have to like move into breastfeeding and mm. like formula or breastfeeding. And there was all these things and, you know, trying to get that down. And then it became kind of stressful, right. And, and, and tending to her and, and we didn't really know what we were doing and, but we were so in love. And again, there was some judgment when nurses or the breastfeeding consultant lactation consultant came in and talk as again, no one knew that we didn't know. They just assumed that you had the prep time and then they'd finally get the hint or a nurse would fill them in or we'd fill them in. Then they'd have a whole like change in their demeanor towards us. Like, okay, well, I'm going to start off from ground zero and just explain every little thing. Cause you guys don't know. And I'm like, yes, we don't please. Yeah. Right. Treat we, us like kindergartners. Like we didn't know anything. Y'all. We, How we, do we, I we, breastfeed? Yeah. <laughs> we could Kyle. They're dry. <laughs> That was a whole, that was a whole thing. And, you know, navigating like parenthood and stuff. And, and, and Ava was born with jaundice too. So we had to stay an extra day under the blue, uh, extra what? I thought we had to stay like an extra three days. No, we were only there an extra day. What are you talking about? Oh, we were there for, you're right. We were there yeah. till the 25th and then we stayed one more day. Yes. Cause of the jaundice. jaundice. Cause they but had to put her under the blue light thing, you know? And that was horrible, but um, I do want to like hit on this. I'm not sure where it falls right in the timeline, but once Ava was born and, and I don't know, I felt this, just this more connected to like the Holy family than mm-hmm. ever in my life. And like Jesus and Mary and Joseph. And I know their baby wasn't a, Jesus wasn't necessarily a surprise, but it was like, just, just felt this, this connection. Like this is my like mission in life like their mission was to raise jesus was to have jesus you know mm-hmm. just it was christmas time i just i don't know it was the whole vibe this you whole know vibe. i mean yeah was... the christmas time this is already a time if you'll know in priestess world of being with mother mary and jesus right it, it's mother mary's time yule season is mother mary season right so it was this time to be with mother mary and we were just feeling that presence mm-hmm. of christmas and christ and I don't know, having baby Ava at that time was just really special, I think, for us and really brought us back to that connection with Mother Mary and Jesus mm-hmm. and Joseph and just like the whole, I don't know, nativity and everything. Sorry, we're both looking at the dog. The dog just left the she's <laughs> just sick left of the us. room. Yeah, she's sick of us. But I, I will will piggyback on that. You know, Mary and Joseph said yes to God, like they will raise this child. They will have this child. They will take care of him. And that's like me, like, yes, God, I will take care of this child. I will show up. I will be here for this family. And I don't know, it's just a beautiful thing. And just got me even more excited for, for Christmas again. It's November November 12th right now. Yeah. We have a tree up. We have garland up. (laughs) Our stockings are up. Don't judge us y'all. We're, we're judging ourselves, honestly, but well, first, we're going to be out of town for Thanksgiving and we won't be back till December 5th. So we need to, you know, get all our stuff up and everything, but it is, we, this year around, you know, Ava's going to be um, a year old in a month, a month and like a week. And we're just having, again, this connection to Christmas and this time of the Yule season and to mother Mary and Jesus and Joseph once again, and this, this really beautiful story. And I just feel like we're connecting back mm-hmm. in with that, you know, it, it, it's been a, it's been a year. It's been a year. Oh, it's been a year. And if 
y'all know us, you know, or if you don't, like we've had a lot of shit, like since we got married, like every year there's been something huge. Like mm. we're, we moved out to Jackson hole, Wyoming, right? We got married. Um, and Kyle had one job and then we moved out there and then he had another job. And then I was, you know, making my business work. I mean, you know, we've been through so much. Then we bought a house out in Jackson hole, Wyoming, uh, in Victor, Idaho, but in the mountains, you know, and then we lived out there and then we had to sell that house because we were moving back to St. Louis, you know, and buying a house here and Kyle got another new job. And it's just, you know, we've been through a lot of shit. Okay. Our, 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 like every stressor they say in a marriage or, or in partnership, like we have, have in definitely our first year in our first years, first really year first to three marriage, <laughs> bought a house, sold a house. I'm studying for the CPA. Becca's oh yeah. Talking me off a ledge daily. Um, I passed. Thank you. <laughs> He did with flying colors, but like, we've been through a lot, like, mm. you know, it's been one thing after another. So like in true, we're back in Kyle fashion. <laughs> we have this like surprise baby. Yes. And, and so grateful that at this point we were settled into our house for 13 months. We'd been in our house. It was our nest. Like, yeah, it was, a that home. Was, it was super thankful for that. For so, sure. It's so nice. Cause we messed with our nest a couple of times. We moved we across the country to Jackson hole. we we're in a rental, then we bought a house, and we were sold there a, a year, sold it, moved here. So that was a lot of messing with your nest. Nest, yeah. So I'm just grateful that when we had Ava, we were so solid and planted, planted and, in our home. And it's so good. And we're still in this home today. We're sitting in here as we record this podcast episode. So I don't know. It's just beautiful. And it only took my mother-in-law three weeks to get the nursery dialed in just yeah. how y'all wanted it which is yeah. impressive in COVID supply chain times. Yeah. She really can pull it off. Oh yeah. She my mom put together quick. the nursery, picked out the crib, the everything The my mom is amazing. Y'all she did all of it, pulled it all together. She was just so excited. And Kyle's parents were so excited, but my, my but my mom really executed, you know, a lot of like the nursery and the changing tables and the sanitation, you know, everything we needed. She like, all the stuff we didn't know we needed, but needed, which was everything. Yes, exactly. And um, so I guess should we talk about when we came home from the hospital? Yeah, then we came home from the hospital and then we were just overwhelmed with so much like support and oh love gosh. from like all of our friends, all of your parents, friends. Like we came in with just like stuff everywhere, like things fully presents everywhere, you know, people dropping off gifts, bottles, it's everything food. you could need for a baby right yeah food you know like we were so supported i mean it was unreal the support that came out like my our family my parents my parents friends my parents friends who i'd never met like people who just heard the story and were like oh my gosh i have to do something because and you know i think it's also something to be said for the christmas season yeah everyone the christmas was in a season time of giving and was so fun and i like to say that there was a crazy mad dash to target like never before on christmas eve in st louis for all the baby stuff <laughs> <laughs> y'all people were dashing around on their christmas eve you know and and day after christmas buying baby stuff and bringing it to our house all of our friends all of uh, everyone we knew you know showed up for us and it was just the most beautiful experience to receive that level of support and love and unconditional love and just everyone checking in it was just this moment you know i i, I don't know still blown away yeah so y'all don't i mean 
a pack of wipes, a pack of diapers. You have no idea if when you're giving that to someone, how much it means to them. It's a pack of diapers. Yes, we could afford to buy diapers, but it just overcome with all this giving and love for us. It was just incredible. And just something that I don't take lightly when something is happening in someone we know's life and to be able to help and participate in a way, whether that's a GoFundMe or sending them baby stuff or a happy thing for their wedding, just because it's so meaningful to those people when there's those big pivotal moments in their life. And you don't forget those things. People, for sure. It's just, it, you don't, people don't forget those things. And it, it was just so beautiful being so supported and so loved and so taken care of. And um, just having those moments there and, and coming home and everything being done. And my aunt and my cousin went out and got stuff. Everyone did. My my brother bought Ava a fishing pole, a baby <laughs> a toddler fishing pole, you know, being funny. And they set up the car seat and the stroller and like all of the things, like everything was just getting done and we didn't have to do anything. You know, parents prepare months and months for a baby, but like we had 12 hours, you know, a day we had this baby and then just everyone stepped in and it was just so beautiful. And, and you know who you are and all of the ones who were a part of it. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. We love you so much. And thank you for supporting us and our family and Ava James and welcoming her into the world. Yeah. Yes. Thank you all. We're excited to have you all over sometime during Christmas. This is not an open invitation for everyone to come to our house. Yeah, we're just excited for the Christmas season and Ava's first birthday party. Oh my gosh. Her first birthday. We're going to do winter one Durland. Winter Wonderland for her first birthday theme. It's going to be super cute. And we're just so blessed, y'all. We're so blessed. We're so excited. And um, I'll do another episode on kind of like, you know, on the low parts of it though, because there are low parts, you know, where you're up all night and the baby and trying to breastfeed and you're trying to do all these things. And I surprised had a baby. I didn't know it was coming and my life was turned upside down. And then like, what do I do with my business? And and there was some low points for mm. me, you know, some hard points. And then Ava didn't want to sleep. She was really hard to get down for a nap for a really long time. And you know, now she's so easy. I would she say is. she's like on autopilot. She is, but I know it's from a lot of your hard work and strict routines and also your intuition and really knowing what is best for her, what she's needing. And you're being able to pivot and tell me, Hey, she's a baby. She's not a robot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And some of the, the tough things for me were the processing. I mean, it, there's a reason you usually have months of preparing, but really like the mental processing of this baby's going to be here. And I know that you don't, you're never really fully ready, but at least, you know, for months that this baby's coming. I mean, it took me till like March to really like set in and be like, okay, like I'm a, like, it wasn't a second thought anymore. I'm a parent. This is the thing. It just took me a while to really, Oh, process. I, I would say it took us a full nine months of like her being Whoa. here on earth, to be honest. I feel True. like it took full nine months. And I think there's something to be said for that, you know, being pregnant for nine months and then the baby being out of you for nine months, there is like mm -hmm. this integration or this processing time in those first nine months, you know, makes sense. So I really felt that 
you know, the past nine months. And now I feel like it's become so much easier. We've had so much fun. She's such a fun age. She's eating food and like, what, you know, she's been crawling for a while, but she's walking and like all of these things with her walking with her walker. And she's so interactive and so fun. And she is like so routined. Now she goes down for naps pretty easily. these Oh days. yeah. I mean, at the beginning it was, yeah, I'll have to make a whole, I can make other episodes about that, but that's when the mama bear really came out against dad who just who's really only main caretaker on the weekends was like oh sure i can just do this yeah. yeah uh no this baby is a very strict routine baby if you don't have her if you're not on the routine she is not okay no <laughs> no she has like she's a she is very much a routined routine baby she does not sleep in the car like a lot of people are like oh yeah just drive them around and they'll sleep no our child does not just sleep in the car no she doesn't just fall asleep she in does your not arms. just fall asleep for fun like as an as a toddler ish like you know last like five months no it doesn't just fall asleep in your arms that no it, it's a very like naps have become um it, it had to be more regimented for her to like but really she, move into but she will yeah. nap for one to two oh, yeah. and a half hours so she's a rock star napper when she's in her nap exactly it's so just we're strict on it lots of routine for that little one but we're just um we are just overcome with so much joy through the past even year of so much support and love mm-hmm. of welcoming ava in and just wanted to share with you all the stories along the way and have kyle on here to share his side and everything that happened and and his own processings is there anything else that feels important to mm-hmm. name through or any other moments or funnies or anything else not off the top of my head. Just want to thank you for having me on. I, ho- I hope I did good, guys. I hope she asked me back on. <laughs> so you guys better listen and give this this one a lot of uh, good reviews. Um, no, Let me I... know, should I have Kyle on more often or no? <laughs> you won't hurt my feelings. I'll come on regardless. Um, no, I just want to say like one of the most, two of the most, my favorite things about this besides interacting with my daughter, been, you know, watching you become a mother and sharing Ava with our friends, our family, like watching my pair, the grandparents with her. I mean, there's just, it's just, it's so special. Like babies are special. They are. There's so much. They bring a family together. Oh my gosh. And give you so much purpose. So I've, I definitely, you know, I thought my work was my purpose and my mission and it very much is being a priestess and the work I do in the running the priestess journey and training priestesses and healers is 100,000% why I'm here. And that is my mission, but raising Ava and mm-hmm. being her mother and showing up for her is, is 1000% with my full body. Um, why I'm here, you know, it's such a mission in my bones and I love motherhood. It's messy. There's been a lot of ups and downs. There's <laughs> times where I thought I hated it and where I didn't think I was cut out for it. You know, but then I don't know, then you have these moments of just believing Mm -hmm. and knowing that like, and just feeling it so deeply that like, no, I belong here. Mm -hmm. So it's been beautiful watching you become a father and step into that and have fun with her. And Kyle's playful and, you know, sets up the forts and does all the funny stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It has been a lot of fun. Oh my gosh. We're going to have so much fun. And um, as our family continues to grow and all the things like we're, we're just going to have a blast with it you know, and I think both of us feel this feeling of purpose from having, um, Ava James. So Ava, we love you. We love you. You're sleeping right now. 
Yes. <laughs> thank you for your patience with us. Yeah. Thank your, you. Your grace. And thank you for being such a great eater. Oh my gosh. She truly is an amazing baby. I swear she came with like, she's just ready for earth, like just ready for the whole experience. Like just ready. Like she's Pe- been the easiest baby. A lot of people who who look at her, they're often like, she, she has eyes that they look like she, she's just been here before. Yeah. Like she's very like she knows comfortable she's being doing. human. Mm-hmm. She's very comfortable being human, um, which has been really cool to watch. But Kyle, thank you for being on. Oh, well, thank you. Um, and being here today. Y'all let us know if you like this episode, um, reach out, leave a comment, review all of the things, all of the whatever you can to spread the word of this podcast. Let me know if I should have Kyle on again. Um, And I hope you healers, priestesses and beauties have a beautiful rest of your day, night, wherever you are in the world. Okay. Bye guys. Love you. Thank you for listening to Healer Unleashed. If an episode has resonated with you or moved you, please feel free to leave a review. Your feedback and words mean so much to us. And I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up for this work. I honor you. I value. I see you. I love you. Have a beautiful day.